Welcome back to the show, Chris Sim and Travis Farrell. We are live, live from Midco Studio in Grand Center. Excited to be here. Chris Gardner's here. Everyone's pumped. There's some noises happening above us, and I'm loving every yeah, minute of it. I knew you would. Uh, we've got <laughs> the Great American Race this hour. Several other stories to get to. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have to end the show right now, Travis. It's all over. <laughs> it's all over. I think we just sit in silence and let Chris listen to the noises above us. Let's do it. Hold on. Just let me work through it. Oh, there's no noise. Oh. Did you hear that, Chris? Of course you did. Oh, there's misophonia. It's so great to watch. Mm -hmm. In fact, I may just... Oh, his nose just twitched. What I may do, like starting next week, is just find random places around the city where Chris holds his meetings. Meetings? Just make, just, just make some... Make some random noises. Come up okay. All right. Start. Bring a vacuum cleaner with you. And start vacuuming. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. I was just in the area vacuuming. Don't mind me. Just out here blowing my nose super loud. Don't mind me <coughs> coughing incessantly. What you gonna do when you have kids? <laughs> you know they they make noises too. Are there medical induced deafness that you can sign up for? <laughs> oh, oh. By the way, uh, all right. As Chris told me, this I morning, identify I as deaf. It. I need them to make me actually deaf. <laughs> uh, congratulations to the Hawkmans. Big congrats. Mm -hmm. um, they announced it. In a, do you have the announcement? No. Oh What's yeah, we well, can't do that from there. Uh, Frank Cusimano, are uh, you familiar with him? I, I am Frank, I'm familiar with Frank. Uh, just gave an Oscar-worthy performance as he received breaking news that local scribe and <coughs> television producer, actor, couple, the power couple, Angela and Benjamin Hockman. Actors! Symphony uh, Girl, a.k.a. Symphony Girl. Frank announced that uh, they're having a baby in Frank June. announced it. He did Frank on TV. He goes, wait. <laughs> Breaking news. He announced the, Wait, a journalist hello? and his wife having a baby. Uh -huh. The Hockmans, congratulations to them. Baby girl, expected in June. Great month for birthday. Can I do it, Gardner? What's that? Lahayam! Mm. Probably that not. That ain't yours, man. I, I can't do you that. Said you did it wrong, too. Okay. You had no... <sighs> oh, my bad. I feel like that would be more stereotypical. Right, yeah, I'll 2% try of me. <sighs> Lahayam! That was better. That's you. Yale's the one to ask if you can do it or That's not. That's a good point. Hey, Yale, can I get in on that Lahayam? Why are you asking me? It's going to be some Benny and the Hawks. Because you're 200% more Jewish than Elizabeth Warren is Native American? Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> we get it, Hawk, when you have sex. We All right. Big deal. You upset? You jealous? A little bit. I can tell. I'm happy for you Benny You threw your Hawk. phone down. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I'm happy, so happy yeah. for Benny Hawk. Benny Hawken joined the uh, Korea media himself. Yesterday I saw that he was down uh, getting this conversation on with the brand new uh, Cardinals pitcher. Uh, I think they call him KK. There you go. Okay. That's the easy way out. That's probably you. the easy way, yeah. Smart move. And I think he asked KK, had he seen Parasite? And KK uh, uh, did like a, a motion from the film that was apparently... Uh, 
a hit with the Korean media. Really? Uh, so Ben. That, I mean, that, that's what I said yesterday. That's the person to ask, right? Yeah. Uh, they say KK's got a really funny personality. He's a he's a he likes to be uh he likes to showcase his personality. So I'm I'm wondering how that's going to. I think that should work well for that clubhouse. It's a fairly light clubhouse. I should email my uncle who's in South Korea and be like, Hey, is it wild over there? Yeah, they're throwing probably... parades. I don't know. He's getting ready to move soon, though, too. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. It's about that time. Taiwan. Wherever, whatever, whatever time your uncle moves, I just gotta, I just try to get a sense of where our, the direction of our foreign policy is uh-huh. going. <laughs> just based on yeah. his move. Taiwan, is it? Get stock into Taiwan defense systems. Mm. Taiwanese uh-huh. defense systems. Let's move money into well, that. I wanted Thank to you. send him to Senegal. But he uh, got out of that one. Uh, you want to go to Africa? His huh? first choice was. Uh, Excuse us. You know he's been around that area before. Oh, okay. He's been around the world. He, his first choice was Rome, Italy, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh man, that would have been." That'd have been a sweet gig. Oh, I could have gone and, you know, stuck into the Vatican archives and. Oh, Pick your post, Chris. Pick your international post. You know, where would you go? Right here, right now. Where do you think you would be the most effective for this United States government? If the intelligence services said, Chris, pick a post. Oh, Australia or Canada. <laughs> Canada. Sweden. <laughs> Sweden if I have no, to. Australia because of a particular fighter. Oh, with that no. German a particular fighter. Yeah, that, uh, Sweden. <laughs> Sweden? Yeah, Sweden. I can you just make, want some of that sweet ass. That's what I can you want. Make do want in, some of that. That make do in Norway. That Sweden. Swedish meatball ass. That's what you're trying oh, to get. Switzerland. Oh, wait, are you okay. a democratic socialist all of a sudden? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh well, now you like socialism. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, I think just any America light. America light. Yeah. Anywhere where <laughs> London. I'm, anywhere London. I'm considered exotic, where they're like, you're American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Or an Asian country, I would be pretty giant. Just so you could be tall? Yeah. <laughs> Just that's all he could be. be like, so every time he walked yeah. into a club, but I mean. But you would respect like, no one around you. That's yeah, yeah, you would be like, oh, white Godzilla. It'd be a tough one. What? White oh Godzilla. Yeah. But I'd, I'd get tangled up in, the, in a bad situation. Yakuza gets a hold of me. Oh. <laughs> you don't want any part of that. The Yakuza just happens to just get a hold of you. I mean, you say bras in North City all the that's time. Like, that's what's what's happening. The what's the uh, what's the video game? I don't know. Uh, Grand Theft Auto. You've been playing Grand Theft Auto here. Is that in Japan? Well, I think they had Yakuza in it. I think the Yakuza's were a part of Japan. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, I played that a little bit. At now, one point. what if I went somewhere? Hmm. I remember all of our friends that would go do <laughs> exchanges, like in college, and they would be like. Man, I went to England and I was an exchange student. I was so good at basketball there. <laughs> I imagine it's how every European person that comes here and plays pickup soccer mm-hmm. feels how they feel. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Is... Just go show up and you're like, Am I are they in slow motion? Yeah. Like, what's weird. happening here? So that's what I would look forward to. I would just go to a country where I would be markedly better at them than whatever recreational sport I but, feel like playing. Yeah. So, so that's how you judge it. Yeah. I'd be in better spirits. Okay. That way. I got to tell my, I haven't told him yet, um, but a friend of mine actually runs a Bogart's barbecue mm. in Taiwan. Oh, really? Yeah, they're they're in there right now, and I think they're getting ready to open a second location. Um, so I wanted to let him know, hey, you want a little taste St. Louis in Taiwan? You got it right there. I think nice. it's in Taipei. So. I would. Uh... Yeah, where would you go? 
obviously the Wakandan embassy probably. Well, they don't let anyone. A long out. line. Or uh, yeah, or information out. Yeah, that's true. Uh Swain's a good call. Oh, now you. Oh, you're. Jeez. No, I would. I would probably do. Uh, I'll probably do Italy. Italy probably be the go-to. Uh, ben Carson uh, over here. I think. I think. If you, yeah, Italy. You can't beat Italy. I mean, come on. I think you'd quickly find out, like, oh, those American whites—they weren't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I won't say they're so bad. I'd just be like, oh, oh God, you guys. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. You'd be. You'd be a more over there. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, a brother, a brother, do enjoy South America. Some, 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 some fine ladies there. <laughs> Where? Where in South Welcome America? to Brazil. You going to Brazil? I think I'm going to Brazil. See that ass in Brazil? Mm. Oh, God, but I heard they're uber racist in Brazil. Yeah, oh. yes, they are. They're like double dipping yes, the racism. They are. It's like they looked at America, was like, let's add some sauce to that racism. Okay, so where else you got there? Uh, if I were to go to a country that would be socially acceptable of uh, people of color, probably, South Africa, probably Canada. We are some mm. bitches. Yeah, we are some Nothing bitches. Nothing adventurous at all. I mean, like I said, I would do the Italy. That's but that, that yeah, it, yeah. Italians hate blacks. Maybe I'd go to uh, <laughs> New Zealand. We should all French go. hate blacks. I might go to New Zealand. I don't think New Zealand's got much bad going on, right? New Zealand is fine, but I just feel like there are enough animals there to kill me. Because then I can. Um, well, New Zealand's not. Australia. Then I could really learn how to sail. Yeah. If I went to New Zealand, there's a there's a kiwi that's been coming into Rosie's here over the past month or so. Yeah. New to the neighborhood, uh, I actually got to talking to him about sailing the other day. Uh, we we nerded out on a, the last two America's Cup contests, um, and then I asked him too about Christchurch, because Christchurch had that terrible earthquake mm-hmm. not too long ago. He told me something interesting about that. They basically are not rebuilding the city. That it was so bad mm. that it was hard to rebuild that infrastructure, and then people started moving out to the suburbs almost immediately. Oh, yeah? And so there's been, like, a boon for that. And the, those suburbs are on some of the coast and stuff like that. Um, so it's like they've developed elsewhere, but he said Christchurch is kind of, you know, they're, they're not sure what to do with it right now. Is there a circumstance that any of you would uh, would leave the country? Oh, I'm sure. What What would it be for you? If, I mean, if, if Trump if I... wins re-election, is that something strong well, enough for you, Chris? For you to consider making taking up second senator, senator citizenship at another country? Oh, no, it. I'm good. You wouldn't? I'm good. He's white. So you go, oh, that's right. I'm tripping. He's white from Forgot that quickly. Time. Forgot that quickly. I'm tripping. He could blend in pretty easily. He panders to him. Yeah, he does. Now, if you if you say you're going to another country, will you hold that oath up? I didn't say I'm going to another country. It's something I would strongly consider. Really? I would. Con- if, if Trump wins again. No, you're lying. Yeah, I don't see if that. If an opportunity arose a for me Google to go to Vancouver or Toronto, girls. I would do that in a heartbeat. But what would the opportunity be? They would have to, Canadian officials would have to show up at your door with a private jet on your street with 15 of <laughs> Toronto's hottest women, <laughs> a bowl of poutine, and a, and, a, and a screenwriting job at their number one comedy show in Canada. Yeah. And then you'd think about it. Yeah. I would strongly consider it. Okay. That's the Travis I would I know. strongly, yeah. Say I'll, you would I, just go. I mean, no, I would, I, I would go for go. Four, I would go for four. What I, could I do four years in another country? You did three months in Brook. 
I did a same difference, which is like yeah. technically 10 years on Mars. That's now, do you get to come like. back if you don't weather the storm? I think if I leave, I think to be fair, if I do leave for an opportunity out of the country because Trump wins, I think I have to stay the four years. Yeah. I think I'm required to stay the four. I don't think you have to worry about it. You ain't going nowhere to begin with. Okay, good. It's a little too much work. Plus, he ain't going to win. All right. All right. That's for Chris. Yeah. I, hey. You're certain about this. Speaking of, no. did you see uh, him and your hero got into it? Not got into it, but... Who's my hero? Yeah. All of our heroes. Larry David. Okay. So... What happened? Well, you know, in the opening episode of this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, as a way to avoid annoying Angelinos, Larry David walks around from time to time with a MAGA hat on. <laughs> the point is that every time he puts the MAGA hat on, people don't want to talk to him. And Larry David doesn't want to talk to anybody. So he's got himself a MAGA hat and he puts on from time to time. So even when he gets caught up in situations, uh, he'll put the MAGA hat on and people are like, oh, okay, man, I don't want no trouble, man. I don't want anything out of you. So, people, so he's found a way. So it's a running gag now so far in the season of Curb. That when he's bothered and doesn't want to get into a confrontation, he just slips on the MAGA hat because everybody in Southern California. It's just, he said, it's just jarring. It's just absolutely jarring to see a MAGA hat in Hollywood. So, so the president of the United States uh, tweeted, tough guys for Trump alongside a clip of star Larry David from the latest season's premiere. The video showed David's character driving when he veers into a lane and nearly hits a beefy guy riding a motorcycle. The motorcyclist curses David out until David, panicking, dons a Make America Great Again hat, mm -hmm. and the motorcyclist softens. Just be more careful next time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but Trump, not understanding the joke, <laughs> tweeted it out. Tough guys for Trump, and of course... Twitter rightfully mocked him for oh, doing it geez. and then provided an interview recently of Larry David <laughs> talking about wearing the hat. Uh, it was a clip of an interview where David at the 92nd Street Y in New York, where an interviewer asked him of the satirical use of the MAGA hat in the show. There are people who wear the MAGA hat and like what the MAGA hat represents. Are you afraid about alienating them? You could be, they could be fans of the show. <laughs> Until which David responds, alienate yourselves. Go, go and alienate. You have my blessing. I could give a fuck. <laughs> Larry David has made it very clear. I think Larry is, not only does he obviously play Bernie Sanders on SNL, I think he is a Bernie guy. I think he kind of supports Bernie as far as uh, his Democratic candidate of choice. But uh, that, that was pretty funny. That's especially my preference the, right now. Uh, I am uh, I'm fine with Bernie. I, I he's not my personal favorite, uh, but like I said, if Chris Demon today decided to run for office and he received the Democratic nomination, guess who I'm voting for? Chris freaking Denman. How about that? You got my vote, bro. You got it, man. <laughs> it's a poor choice, man. <laughs> but we shall see. We got the New Hampshire primary tonight, Chris. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, looks like Bernie like is the thirty-two people in that state. <laughs> I, I don't know. If I might have. I couldn't tell if this was a gag or not, but apparently it was serious. Like, because they do these little townships in New Hampshire right. that do voting, and they have like, like you said, like fifteen people or thirty right. people or something like that. And one of them, and Mike Bloomberg is not even running, or even putting forth an effort in these early states. No, not at all. And apparently he won 
the Democratic and Republican nomination in one of these little townships. Wow. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing here? What, seriously, you know, we follow up the caucus with this? Like, what are we... What are we doing here? I, I honestly, and, and look, it's scheduling, scheduling. When New Hampshire and Iowa want to hold their primaries and caucuses, they can continue to hold them when they do. I just hate that the media treats it like the uh, the elite eight, like it's it's you know they, they treat it like this, it's the build is, up to the championship their, this game. Is it, though, but I, I but my thing is it's Iowa, New Hampshire, and they're not even the the strongest snapshot. But it's but, of, it's, but it's newsworthy. And that's the thing that's bothersome. And I think that's the thing that, look, Pete Buttigieg, credit to him for knowing that that's what the media was going to do. And he's, Well, they do it every go round, though. It's just, yeah. the problem is in the order. And, it, and it's and annoying. I, I, I get, look, I'm not saying that the people in Iowa and New Hampshire don't have a point of view, obviously, on what they want from a candidate. I just hate that the media holds it up like... States like. I mean, what else are they supposed to do? I mean, yeah, I, my thing insane. is put into. And, and no, I'm asking a lot. I get that. I, I completely understand. No, I sound like I'm being naive. Uh, I just think not that, naive. Selfish. I, it's it's just <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm more. It's not. It's not even either of those. It's me being annoyed because I know that's Gartner's right. They're going to just feed on this, feed on this, feed on this, and it's a disservice to the electorate. And it's not. Well, it's not in a way because it's the news of the day. It is the news of the day that. Yes. No, I'm not saying don't cover it. I'm saying put it into its proper context. I think if you've been paying attention, they have. I don't know. The way, uh, maybe That's for my reading. That's asking a lot, Mr. I, I mean, they've been at, uh, they've plainly stated that this is not the electorate and stuff like that. However, those conversations. But however, on top of those conversations, there are also Biden's campaign's dead in the water. But Biden's flailing now. And I'm just like, but that is, but that's true, though. He's not doing well in two states. Uh, it's, it's a little more than that. But we little. But here's my thing is we just literally had national polls less than two weeks ago before people started, at least in Iowa and New Hampshire, started mm-hmm. voting that suggested that he had a firewall, that Biden was going to be hard to catch. And now in two weeks after Iowa, all of a sudden, all that fundraising, all those polls, well, the all latest that commentary. Poll, the latest poll has Bernie on top of him now. But I, I'm saying, though, I, I guess my thing is, I think a, a lot of the reasoning behind that is because some of the narratives that have been created. Because of the what media. you're watching on television. But is that what you're saying, how the media coverage is? I, I just think, yeah. Now, I, th- now, I, th- I think what you're asking for, then, is, and I don't, I don't know how to make this work, is proportionality to coverage. Because I've seen the conversations you're right. asking to have. Right. I've seen it. Problem is, I'm watching that. No. So, what, are people watching it constantly? And, get, and maybe not. Maybe I'm not getting it out of my my written media. Maybe that's right. Maybe you're right. Maybe on on CNN, Fox, MSNBC, they're having more in depth conversations about the volatility of polling well, and, and voters and everything. I, from what the, I just read, it just seems yeah. like from what I've read recently that all of a sudden it feels like Biden's campaign is panic mode, and I'm just like, well, two weeks ago before the Iowa caucuses. Biden was considered the formidable front runner. Now, after an Iowa caucus that was completely embarrassing to the party and the state of Iowa, you're all of a sudden telling me that Joe Biden's not a viable candidate. I don't I don't follow that. What happened in the last 10 to 12 days outside of the Iowa caucus that no one's. Well, I'll t- I'll, must have pissed off I'll Hillary. T- well, I'll tell you. <laughs> 
I'll tell you one thing that's happened is Bloomberg's money has come into play now. Bloomberg money is coming into play. I still think I would I, I would love to see. I, I, I'm, I, I'm excited from a political scientist standpoint that I, I do get into it. I, I do want momentum for the candidate that I wish to support. And I also want to get a better picture as to the field. Uh, however, I, I just don't want to put too much weight in two states that I feel I mean, that's fair. And you, you strongly reflect the America as a whole. And the media treats it as if it's the strongest barometer. And my thing is, I see how? I don't think that's the case. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I think they're covering it and covering okay. it and covering it and covering it. Right. But just by covering it doesn't mean that they're putting that emphasis on it because surrounding that are also conversations about what does this really mean? Right. And how things are pointing towards, you know, Super Tuesday and other things like that or the primaries in early to mid March um, that will take place. Um, it's just those conversations those are you're projecting then at that point, right? right. You're looking forward. Right. You're not, you don't have the tangible evidence in front of you right. at the time or whatever. I don't even know if I could call the Iowa caucuses tangible. That's evidence. what I'm saying. I like, I, call, I, was like, I, I feel like there was, call. I don't know what you call the Iowa caucuses. It was something. It, it, it happened. Something. Yeah. People were there. There well, was some amazing sure. high school gyms in Iowa. Yeah. I'm not sure what happened, <laughs> but, uh, so, so I just, it, I understand what you're saying. I just think, some of those conversations are being having, and maybe maybe your issue is that it's not being as emphasized as much as you'd like. Maybe that could be the case. That's probably because I the have case. seen them, but okay. then that's me, that's me paying right. attention and watching. And it's probably easier to have those conversations on a, you know, in radio, or or television, than in print because right. print is going to focus in on certain angles in a particular article. So you have to either seek that out or it has to be pushed right in front of you right. to, to get that information. I will say this only thing about Bernie Sanders. He juices the beats of a lot of young people. I don't know if he juices the beats of a lot of minorities. He does some. Some. He does well just by polling. Polling like, suggests B- he does Bloomberg some. jumped into second. Like yeah. that's that's Biden's issue. Is that in that Quinnipiac poll that got released, like Biden fell with African Americans right. and Bloomberg surged. Now I I see the information that's going out on him last night and today in regards to Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's fair to vet and ask questions about. We knew you, you kind of knew this was going to happen at some point oh, anyway. It was going to happen. Whether uh, now who's pushing this information is also another question. Now that's, that's actually a fun part. Yeah. Cause I feel like, uh, I felt like, is this the, the black Twitter team up with MAGA for this or Russia or Russia? <laughs> I feel like this is uh or I don't know who I'm trying to think who probably could have done something like this. I mean, like, like I said, to your point, that information is going to get out there anyway. But that is very interesting how certain information. Well, and it's, it's pretty simple, to too. People point out, like, when does this really start trending? When do these hashtags start trending? Right. And they're like at two o'clock in the morning is when they get started. And you're like, OK, hey, what time is it in Russia at that point? OK, it is an interesting race. The race has been very, very competitive. Oh, can't do this. But I don't know if it's as competitive. I can't do this. As the Great American Race! Oh, there's no open for the last <laughs> no. one. This uh, is the last uh, one. Want to hold hands? Okay, uh, I guess not. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that, though. All right, Travis. And this is it, boys and girls. Travis. The very last Great American Race to decide who is the greatest race of all time. Oh, God. What? Yeah. 
I didn't know it was that. Yeah. Mm. Greatest race of all time. The loser will have to be enslaved. The winner gets to do the enslaving. This will be one humdinger of a matchup. Travis, if Chris wins, I don't know if we should do that. I have to decline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Regret- oh, regretfully. I see what you've done there. Mm, yeah, but if he, if he accepts, then he's racist. Yeah, huh? <laughs> but if he declines, that may not get to enslave him. What is he going to do? I don't do? think that's how that works. I don't, that's not how the game. Like vacating a championship. Okay, fair enough. The other person just bring doesn't down, get it. Just bring down the banners. Yeah, it just okay, doesn't happen. Gardner, one last time. So we have this scoreboard on the screen that has Chris at 850, Travis at 800. What it basically is, is a, what is it, a credit ranking, a credit score ranking. We've gone by that, which we believe 850 is the highest. We've been told, our research has told us that. None of us in the room are very sure of that. Uh, so Chris starts with 850, okay. Travis starts with 800. That's right. Due to systematic racism. You know about it, Chris. Now, Oak. I am going to add 20 points to Travis's score for Black History Month. It is Blackuary, so he gets to start. How many do I get to, for white people signing off on Black History Month? Being okay, good? you lose 10 points okay. for that question. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's now go. 840 to 820 before we even started. And I, and I don't mean to assert this, but it is, I mean, we did it during Cocktoberfest. Should also get some discount points because it is Black History Month. So I just gave you points. You gave oh I thought you took points away from Chris. I took ten points off of Chris for Oh hey, look at that. How many points did you get him for Cocktoberfest? I don't know. Okay. Sorry. But were you not listening? I'm sorry. I know I heard you take away points. You lose ten points. Ah rats. I gave you twenty points. I didn't see it. I'm sorry. I said it. I didn't hear it. My earphones were out. Now you're lying. Oh no! Wait no! Ah, but I'm black. I'm supposed to lie. I get ten points. Oh, now I'm racist. Chris (laughs) has to lose ten points. Blacks are liars. Yeah. Yeah. So that I'm racist, and now you lose. You just said it. Don't 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 say that, Chris. That's rude. We're going to turn that into a drop and send it out. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you each have a story that presents the other's community or culture in a bad light. And uh, I kind of listen to your presentation and you defend against your counterpart's story. And I'll add or subtract points to your credit score ranking. And we see who has the higher score at the end of it all. And they are declared the winner of the Great American Race. Uh, I'll go second. I did. Uh, I had an email for you there, Gardner. I don't know if you had time to see that. It was very quickly sent over, but uh, I'll go second. You sure? No, oh, I'm sure. Okay. I'm quite sure. Did you need to go second? Oh, I'll go now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, as we all know. Usually uh, it's something we don't all know. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. A lot of you don't know this, but uh, Hollywood has a history of racism. Mm. And while we're all happy, of course, for Parasite, uh, Hollywood and the Academy Awards have had a history, Chris, of um, discrimination, a history of... You doing your Obama? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, it just has a dark-seated history that, that often goes... Um, unacknowledged, uh, but I thought that this would be a good time to talk about a historic win that took place uh, almost 80 years ago for Hattie McDaniel, who, of course, won the first Oscar as an African-American for Gone with the Wind. But however, do you know the story behind 
the ceremony of Hattie McDaniel winning the Academy Award. No, but... Uh, How racist are they? Uh, History Channel's got a podcast, I think, on it. This on Hattie McDaniel? Yeah, they're doing this uh, once a week. They're putting out a short for history podcast. I haven't got to that one yet. Uh, I want to start with the one about the... There was apparently a molasses flood in Boston one time, and I want to <laughs> listen to that one first. Molasses Flood, great punk band. Yeah. Uh, Hattie McDaniel, on the day of the Oscars 80 years ago, uh-huh. uh, at first the Academy wasn't even going to allow her to attend the uh, ceremony. Oh. She was nominated for an Academy Award. First loses 10 points. And oh, they were going to it. keep her from attending the ceremony. So the other or parts of Hollywood that essentially petitioned to have her there at the ceremony. And when she arrived at the ceremony, not only did they tell her that she could not walk the red carpet, not only did they tell her she had to go through the back, but at the table, she, she was told that she had to sit at a separate table away from the cast and gone with the wind. They segregated her at the Academy Awards in which she won the Academy Award. Not only that, she was essentially forced to play only Mammy roles, the archetype of Mammy. Yeah. She played a total of 74 confirmable domestic roles. Oh, wow. <laughs> I looked up because it's such a ridiculous thing. I just saw Gardner going. Because Chris wanted to yell out Mammy. At that point. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes, she did. Because uh, um, I did too. There were moments where people in Hollywood forced her to wear white face in some of her early work. Like in so is this like a body of work? Like, what is this? <laughs> Are you, is, your topic, is your topic racism today? Not a specific incident? I'm talking about Hattie McDaniel. You sit up here and represent the liberal elite progressives who like to pat themselves on the back about how they're moving the country forward. I think it's by time we remind them 80 years ago that the Academy Awards, Hattie McDaniel, was treated like shit. Yeah. Her Academy Award ended up missing. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Who took it? We don't know. It's been missing almost for 40 plus years. Family can't locate it. So you don't know who took it? We don't know who took it. You don't know if they were white or black? It was at Howard University the last time it was seen. It was given to Howard University. So brother took it. Or somebody broke into Howard University to make it look like brothers did it, which is the MO of the white man. That's our MO. I just think it's about time that you apologize, Chris, finally. For your people, for such blatant racism, 80 years ago, to the amazing Hattie McDaniel. I'll wait. <laughs> That's not what this is about. No apology? No apology. That's a thank you. You should feel sad Black for Black you were first. You got to deal with it. You know, and Hollywood just loves to just show themselves as the progressive entities that they think they are. Yet they carry this story, this you legacy. Love Hollywood, you fool. I do. Yeah. I, just I was going to say, you lose 10 points. What are you doing, a mammy roll? Oh, no. You familiar with the Hollywood foreign press? Uh oh. Uh oh, yes. This is the great American race. Ooh. So I think you should lose some points for uh, Why? Well, I'm losing points. inaccurate reporting. Hattie was turned away by the foreign press, sir, not red blooded American. No, she was turned away by the Academy. At the Oscars. The Hollywood Foreign Press runs that. All right. No, the Hollywood Foreign Press runs the Golden Globes. Both of them. 
No, they don't. He's no, trying. they don't. Chris loses 10 points. Chris, now he's trying to throw in misinformation into a... my argument, just like your President Trump. Yeah, that's where he learned it from. Mm-hmm. Loses 10 mm-hmm. more points. You a real for... Russian bot with your Russian haircut. Loses Took 10 more points for a Trump ass. impersonation. Took you a minute. Mm-hmm. Took you a minute. You thought that they did. <laughs> Both thought. <laughs> Travis, uh, you claim to be woke. You claim to uh, be a representative of the black Let population. Let me ask, do I need audio with this or no? I mean, no, okay. not necessarily. I can give you. Um, are you familiar with um, rappers and their names these days? I yeah. am. I, yeah. I'm, I'm down young, with... Young Cutta. Young I... uh, Buck. Sure. Young Are these real cheesy. rappers or are you just making them up? Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Yes, the kids love Young Dolph. Okay. Black man. Super uh, inclusive, right? Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, this is a Young Dolph show. Oh, so I'm sure it's filled oh, with inclusivity. Okay, okay. And, you notice uh, it's a, I love that this is the second time Chris has used a world star hip-hop. Yeah, show. I don't like that he's, <laughs> he's going to wait to the oh, end. Oh, you're going to bring up old Hollywood, and no. I don't get to bring up world star. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I like this move, though. Uh, I'll take it, take it right to the found throat. Found black Twitter. He did a hashtag on black Twitter, mm-hmm. and I found world star. Yeah, it's right, so easy. So, listen, you claim to be uh, the wokest of the woke. You say the black community supports one another. Uh, the gentleman on the right, uh, this is a twerking contest at uh, a Ooh, Young Dolph hot. show. You have four ladies, one gentleman, and they're twerking. Oh, that's nice. He's got a white girl up there. Who would have thought at a hip-hop okay, show? Uh, oh, Young they're Dolph dancing. Contest. Young Dolph is uh, disgusted. No, he's not. He's walking on the stage uh, with us. Is that what Young Dolph that just walked across the stage? Careful. Yep. He seems to be... He's not happy with all of the participants. Oh, he's happy he seems with four to be fine them. with them. He seems he may. to be happy Yeah, I agree that you everybody... probably would be okay with that. I don't... The gentleman on the right in the gold uh, booty just shorts dance. He's dancing. enjoying himself at the Dolph concert. Having a good time. And, uh, oh, everybody can kind of hang out up here. Except you. Go ahead and... Yep, security got him. <laughs> <laughs> well, how about that inclusivity at a hip hop show, oh. Trav? No, he probably he was on stage. Uh, do we want the audio? Do you really want this? He was on stage without any shirts or shoes. Do you want no shirts, no shoes, no service. Yeah. He was getting the gentleman off the stage because the gentleman didn't have on any clothes. To say he removed the man because he was a man—that's a huge leap. Sounds pretty sexist to me, Chris. Do you see how this is how he? I don't understand no, why I'm saying there's no proof that that gentleman was removed well, because he was a male. Audio. We can play the audio. I don't, okay, let's leave that to their audio because the audio, I think, is a defining you ready for case. This? Oh, oh, I can on. read the story, too, if you'd oh, like. Let me, uh, you got in the story. Okay. Hold on here. Hold on. Let me get the... Uh, I got to restart everything here. Okay. Wow. Here we go. All right. Hey, all right. Again, I don't. Uh-huh. 
The guy didn't have a shirt or any shoes on. Okay. Oh, is that what was wrong? That's why he removed That's why he got security. He no, didn't have no, a shirt and shoes. Saying. Yeah, I, I don't see how that is. He, he he's said, not discriminatory. It's, he a, it's a health code. He thing. said, what the fuck was wrong with him? He didn't say, what okay. the F is wrong with this Negro? Uh, that's and then he got him. He said, man, where's security? He wasn't even twerking for real like the other girls were. He probably would. Why would he have him on stage only to kick him off because he's a man? I, I think I think these you're just your, I think are, this the is fact, your accepting group of people. I think you're sitting up here because it's a stereotype and oh, what, you found it, Travis. Yeah, what? it's a stereotype. You're stereotyping you this rapper. It. You're or, trying to suggest that this rapper oh, no. removed this male off the stage because you think this rapper is homophobic oh, because he's a rapper. Chris I think is Chris Denman has absolutely Chris is in trouble. There Not are two close. apologies in store for today. You need to apologize to the McDaniel family, you need to apologize to Dolph family. Who's McDaniel? Hattie McDaniel. Oh, okay. He's apologized apologize to Dolph Lundgren and that wrestler <laughs> that goes. He like by he was Dolph. like, you not dancing and you got no shirt or shoes on. He didn't say anything homophobic. He didn't say anything derogatory to the man. He didn't suggest anything about his sexuality. He just told security to get this N word off the stage. I think Chris, we have seen your colors today, my friend. To assume you go to world star hip hop. And you, you sit there and you just say, oh, let's see if we can just find some homophobia. You, just do I go you to talk louder. Do mean. I go to CNN and I point that out? I don't. What? And for you to do this. That's what you did today. This is so, I'm disappointed in you, Chris. What? I am so, uh, this is such a disappointing way You're for you. You're such a bad actor. I'm just so sad. I want more for you. I want the best for you. And this is, I don't want to leave you after Friday and you continue to think and behave this way. We've been friends. For too long, man, for you to behave like this. Oh, you're such a bad actor. You know what? I don't. Uh, you know what? Don't apologize. Yeah, man. you lose ten points this for being is, a bad actor. Yeah. Like, damn it, man. I think that's it, though. No, Gardner, you got what you wanted. Gardner had an initiative that he needed to fulfill. Oh, now he's calling out the scorekeeper. That's pretty rude. Oh, absolutely. You're worse, a, than, you're worse than the judges for the Jones Reyes fight. Oh, my God. You're worse than those Texas judges. All right. Oh, wow. He got to a Texas judge. Well, let me slip in. I'm a tough guy by mentioning a fight. Oh, oh. <laughs> nothing to do with anything. When I, see, when I see people that are just poor at judging, I have to... Make the most relevant comparison. Well, you decided to wear that shirt still, so I don't know. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. Fight! 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 Look what they're doing. Mm. They're turning us against one another during Black Year. They are. Travis, you lose 50 points. Hey! I don't know. I'm just hitting the button. <laughs> you just hit the last uh, I lost, You lost more than... Mm-hmm. All right. I think that's it. Right. 690 to 670. Travis. The winner of the final great American race. It's been good, my friend. And when I enslave your people. Hey! Billy Fat Pants makes a great Wait, point. Wait, did you say enslave? Well, I won. I get to enslave people. You lose 10 points. Damn it. I don't... Watch yourself. The show's not over. Okay. Don't forget, Billy Fat Pants makes a great point. My video was 30% funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Because young Dolph dropped in it. Ah, it's Blackuary. I'll give it to you. Mm. Nothing like a hollow victory. That was close. He'll take it. No surprise there. All right, so so, um, not to go back to a point, but I just wanted to give you an example of what I was talking about from our previous conversation. Which one? This one's on Politico about the current state of the current voting process and where we are yeah. in the 
this Democratic field is so flawed that even Biden still has a How chance. How flawed? You know what I'm saying? Like that, like that's like that type of shit. Like this Democratic field is so flawed that even Biden still has a chance. I, I, you know, I think overall, I just hate the way it's being covered. I mean, that's not a bigger you, issue. This is what you get whenever everyone's this or everyone's yeah. that. This is par for the course. Yeah, you just got to sort through it. It's up to you to sort through but it. But I and I feel when like that's eat, the point. I think your every, own tail. Eventually, you're gonna you're gonna get caught up. But I, to your point, Chris, I think you're right. I think you just have to embrace. The flaws, too. That's a part of the process. Well, yeah. What everybody That's is a going. Human. Right. That's and, a person. And I think when you think about where we are. Except for Michael Gaines. He's perfect. Yeah, it's very true. I think when you think about the democratic process, though, it's supposed to have some love. Like, the candidate, there's no such thing as a perfect candidate. Yeah, it, here's the problem. Okay. It, it has to do with Trump, is that. You, you want this almighty, because mighty Morgan Power Ranger candidate. No, can, it's just that saying that, hey, I was wrong about this, or is a sign of weakness. Right. According to people now, all of a sudden, right, that it's not actually a sign of strength, which it can be, right? Right. You you respect people more when they sit back and think about something and say, "Hey, yeah, I'm, this I might be wrong on this one now." Uh, now that I think about it, but you do that now in today's world, and then people just they latch onto that, right? Uh-huh. Oh, you're weak. You're a fucking loser, or whatever. Like, how about I thought? How about I I think? You know, it's a, but that apparently has a, and so we look at it. If you, when you look at flaws now, mm-hmm. and say, and think that you're accepting of that, even doing that, you feel bad about your candidate because you know what you're up against in terms of the mentality and personality of that person, and to knowing that they have to would do something reasonable seems unreasonable now. Right. That's true. So it's just kind of changed a little bit. That's true. So you got to get through it. It'll be all over in November. Um, on some lighter news, uh, MLB mulling major changes to the playoff system. <laughs> yeah. um, I, this uh, looks like they're going to add more teams, uh, add one more or two more teams to the playoff system. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Real My quick here. Slow. Yeah, go This ahead. MLB logo on the screen, do you see a right-handed batter or a left-handed batter? Right-handed batter. Okay. I was curious. Because we're the bat's position, right? Well, the thing is, it was designed to be ambiguous, and you, if you can see it either way. Yeah, I feel like that would be a right-handed batter. Cause it whatever be a you are, whatever you are. You're oh, I can see why you would think. Oh, it is ambiguous. I see it now. Yeah. I can flip it and see it now. Okay. All right. It took me a second. I'm an idiot. I was just kind of no. I was wondering if you what you saw right away. Right away, I saw a right, but I can yeah, definitely see the right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be ambiguous. It's like it's a good logo. That's a good I think logo. Whatever you are, you're gonna see. That's a good logo. MLB weighing major changes to the postseason, including growing number to teams to 14. Uh, this would apparently uh, attempt to take place starting in 2022. Uh, major League Baseball is considering, this is uh, Buster Olney on ESPN, uh, MLB is considering a move in which each league would have three division winners and four wildcard teams making the postseason starting in 2022. The best team in the league would receive a bye into the division series. The two remaining division winners in the wildcard team with the best record of the four would each host all games of a best-of-three series in the opening round. Interesting. Once the team clinched and the regular season ends, the plan gets congested. (laughs) Okay. The division winner, Chris, with the second-best record, would select its wild... What? Yeah. 
would select its wildcard opponent. They would televise it. From the three wildcard winners not hosting a series, they would select them. They get to pick. The division winner with the worst record would then choose its opponent from the remaining two wildcard teams. The final matchup would pit the wildcard winner with the best record against the wildcard team not yet chosen. All of the selection sources said would be unveiled. 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 Live on television this yeah. Sunday night on the final regular season games. Yep. This is a terrible idea. Not only does it water down an already watered down regular season, the selection, that's, what the, f- so MLB coming out of a cheating scandal is proposing. <laughs> a selection they, show. A selection show where they literally select the team. Hey, they're trying to jump into this century, man. How do, and then how does the team come together to decide who they're going to select? Who no. makes that decision? The players? No. The managers? The, the, the executives? Executives. Fuck the executives. How do, I, if I'm the player, I want final say. Well, the, well, they'll probably get input from their players. Man, if I'm the player, like, you ain't got there to pitch against this moment. I don't know. I, I guess. This is weird. I, I don't know. This isn't. Shorten the regular season. Let's do that. Shorten the regular season, and then I'll be game for this. You got to find a way to make the – these games count and if we're letting if you're basically saying i'm trying to think of the team that was right behind the cardinals over the, the brewer the nba is though isn't it the nba is thinking about changing their playoff format as well i see what they're trying to do i get what mlb is trying to do it does i just Derek don't know if this brought is the way. this up like it just it makes it more possible for a team that's under 500 to get in which is and you don't really want that and not only that again and you get a watered down regular season yeah. that means what these division matchups are, eh, they're there. I just, I don't know how I feel about that. That's, and if, unless you're it. willing to shorten the season, I'm not game for it. That just seems that, that, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think this is as forward thinking as they think it is. Well, it would, it would be secondary to whenever they go universal DH in the next DH. I CBA. think in that, what we've been yeah, having that debate people, for 30 years, yeah, but people are going to be able to get outraged about that right away. So, yeah, I, 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 I look. But Bro, this Adam and that. Oh my God. I'm, I'm not. Uh, Baseball Twitter that. just became fun again, like yeah. the Astros cheating scandal, astrology. Yeah. Which they're gonna have to definitely shorten the season if they're gonna go this route. That's a lot of damn baseball. Yeah. That's a lot of baseball. Yeah, 162 games and essentially four rounds of baseball. Yeah. I mean, that's make, a make, lot of base. Four it's rounds. It's a long regular season. Series. Make it worth it. That's freaking. Unless you're going to do uh, double headers in this hoe. You might. Well, maybe that'll be interesting, I Possible. guess. But I, this is, uh, yeah, this is, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I heard some commentary on Bernie this morning from some players already doubted spring training, and they're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trevor Bauer wasn't happy. On yeah, this is, um, I'm, I'm, I, God, I never agree with Trevor Bauer on anything, uh, but he's got a point. Manfred really looks like he doesn't know. I feel like he these suggestions that he's had since he's become a commissioner have been a lot of them have been DOA. Like they, they as soon as they're introduced into the conversation, a lot of people are like, "And this does what exactly?" And not even from the Travises of the world who just likes smoke and mirrors, but even from the casual fan, it's just like, okay, that doesn't. That doesn't do anything to attract me to the sport or attract new eyes to the sport. I don't get that. The fact that we're still having a conversation about the DH is pathetic. Just fucking make it. Just do it. Just fucking do it. 
Just do it. Baseball just loves arguing. That's okay. all. Baseball stop. just loves the idea no, of arguing. No, it it has to be approved with the. It's collectively bargained. I, I get that. I'm so saying. you're got to talk to the players. The then, players too. want it. Make it happen. Let's do it. Boom. Done. Boop. 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 God, I hope you're never in a bargaining boop. room. Boop. You're a terrible negotiator. Boop. Boop. Yeah. Make it happen. <laughs> That's how you would do it. Boop. Boop. Hey, God. Hey, hey, D H. Boop. People in that room. Are like, what is he doing? Fucked up. Yeah. Travis, your counter. I'm gonna talk louder. Yeah, no, that generally works. Yeah. So, yeah, it's collectively bargained. It'll get there. Probably the next go around. I just I don't want to play the playoffs. It's kind of silly. 14 teams? Yeah. Tap the hoe. Oh, my God. <sighs> Big um, thanks to Snappy Bigman, real quick. Mm-hmm. Got a new delivery in from them Ooh. last week. Mm. Speaking of baseball, I feel like I've made a mistake. Uh, this was pointed out to me on social medias with my new haircut. <laughs> Yeah, I see it. And then uh, I look like wow. Joe Madden, apparently. Look at that. I do appreciate You have to his... look at the screen, Travis, not your phone. Oh, you guys, oh my God, like you can play like an origin story. This I love hate all him. Went wrong. I love hate him. It's amazing how I like Joe Madden again. Just because he moved out of shit from the Cubs? Well, I look like Who, him. I'm going to get I'm a not, van. I'm not even trying to be an ass here. Who's managing the Cubs now? Dave Ross. That's right. He did get the job, didn't he? Ra ra sis boomba. Grandpa. Interesting. And they didn't trade Chris Bryant. They didn't. Yet. Mm. Interesting. You could celebrate, you know, up there and you're gonna become a Cubs fan, is that what? Oh no. No, I've just I I forgot that he got hired on as the manager there. Okay. Then you know what I didn't forget? This picture exists. I just wanted to put it on the screen before we left. Thank you. (laughs) Gardner's once glorious hair. Yeah. Adorned. uh, Who were better? We should put me next to you. (laughs) (laughs) You look so sassy. I do. I look like I got something to say. You look like young dolphin. Mm -hmm. Toss you off stage. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's, that's, that's races and. It's nothing. It's fact. (laughs) I'm not the one who did it. Uh, guys, thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services. They've supported us for years. You should support them by going to their website and checking out Mental Health Matters. That's St. Louis Counseling Services online. Anything else before we get out of here, guys? Oh, there's one other video uh, I wanted to get to real quick. They love my watermelon because you know they're just so sweet. Ready, yellow meat. My prices can't be beat. They're the best in the land. One bite you, you understand. Trust me, I ain't playing. One taste and you'll be saying, You love my watermelon. I see you, baby girl. Holla at your boy. Thank you for making Great America Race happen. I love you, girl. Man, that was one of the best ones. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah! We'll yeah. Back tomorrow, live at 8 a.m. We'll Peace!